Uh, next, I'd like to turn to the ranking member for his opening statement of five minutes. And I understand congratulations are in order. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Share the information. Oh, sure. Everyone. Well, <laughs> thank you. Uh, first, Chairman Tivity, for uh, uh, your courtesy and my apologies for delay in getting to the hearing. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, we had some news in our family that a goose family grew by one. So my wife and I uh, had our second child, a son, Joshua. Yeah, over the weekend. This is exciting. So uh, applause. I'll accept that applause on behalf of my wonderful wife, who uh, deserves all the applause. It wasn't it's intended not, for not you. Not my applause. To wasn't receive. intended for you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I will relay that back to Andrea. But anyway, we're, we're over the moon. So very, very blessed. Um, and thank you all to the witnesses for joining us today uh, for uh, being a part of this important subcommittee hearing. Uh, of course, a pleasure to have Jonathan Agotis, in particular, from the Colorado Association of Ski Towns testifying today. Today's hearing follows last week's important oversight hearing on forest management, wildfire suppression, and wildland firefighters, and includes several Forest Service bills, as the chairman articulated previously, uh, dealing with some of these issues. Today's bill list, in my view, demonstrates the complexity of topics which we've been discussing thus far this session and the variety of issues that the Forest Service manages. We have seen the devastating impacts of climate change in our forests and our communities, as fire seasons continue to increase in frequency and severity, we have to recognize the need to do everything that we can to promote healthy and resilient forests and prioritize community safety. Ensuring that wildland firefighters who put their lives at risk each and every day to protect our constituents are paid a fair salary, receive life-saving benefits, and have access to affordable housing should be at the top of our list. And that's exactly why uh, we are pursuing that path with uh, my bill, Tim's Act. Uh, first and foremost, uh, my bill would uh, sustain a well-deserved pay raise to ensure that the reforms uh, that we secured in the last Congress are made permanent. Now, I realize that the bill is uh, not on today's agenda, but I hope we can find a way to work together to get this done before we one of my bills is included in today's agenda, the Forest Service Flexible Housing Partnership Act of 2023. This bill, by way of background, would extend a program first authorized under the 2018 Agriculture Improvement Act to allow the Forest Service to lease administrative properties to counties, municipalities, or other public entities to provide additional housing resources or address other local needs. It's a great bill, of course I'm biased, but uh, believe that it would cut red tape and administrative burdens and ultimately create opportunities for effective collaboration that will help address some of the housing challenges in rural communities. Now, it is by no means a panacea, but as we will hear today from Mr. Godis, who serves on the Glenwood Springs City Council, it is an important tool already being put to good use to provide affordable housing for first responders uh, in uh, my state, in Colorado, like wildland firefighters, and to address forest service and other workforce housing capacity needs in our mountain communities. We need to have an all-hands, on-deck approach to support our rural communities and the wildland firefighting workforce, which is why I am so encouraged also to see Representative Harder's Fire Department Repayment Act is included in, a, in this agenda. My colleague from California's bill establishes standard operating procedures for fire suppression cost share agreements to ensure reviews are done in a timely manner and local fire departments continue to receive the support that they need and deserve. Like I said at the top of my remarks, the Forest Service has a broad cross-section of responsibilities, which ranges from supporting local communities to protecting our forest and grasslands from the threat of invasive species. 
Representative Takuda's continued Rapid Ohio Death Response Act will help support ongoing efforts uh, to address uh, the fungal disease attacking native Ohio trees in Hawaii. And I want to thank Representative Takuda for her leadership. And I understand uh, this is uh, her first legislative uh, hearing and, and the only freshman, I believe, uh, on our list of, uh, our new member, I should say, on our list of uh, bills today. So we're grateful to have her here and to be able to hear her important bill, uh, which will have a profound impact on her state. Uh, I want to say thank you uh, to our chairman. I'm encouraged that today's hearing includes three bills sponsored by Democratic members. I think that's a significant step in the right direction that moves us closer to the balance that uh, I worked really hard to try to achieve last Congress when I served as chair of this subcommittee. And so I want to thank the chairman for uh, his demonstrated interest in considering bipartisan and Democratic-led legislation. I think we can all agree that our national forests are vital for water conservation, critical habitat, and public recreation. And as we continue this important discussion, I do hope that we can reflect on what many of our witnesses in the past have said before this committee regarding the biggest challenge to our shared forest management priorities, and that is staffing and agency capacity. I suspect we're going to have a robust discussion on those issues and more today, and hope we can work towards bipartisan solutions to address our shared concerns regarding reduced wildfire risk. And with that, Mr. Chairman, I yield back. Thank you to the ranking member. And next, I'd like to uh, recognize uh, Representative Takuda in regards to H.R. 1726. 